Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bobblehead Podcast. Hey, we're glad you're here. This is a continua- continuation of the uh, original podcast on thinking about, from the new year, looking back about what it is that we've learned, what tools do we have, taking inventory of those tools, and moving forward with that. And now what we're doing here is continuing that conversation and talking about the concept of looking in the bottom of the barrel. That's all I'm going to say about it, but you guys listen up. I think you're going to like this one. Glad you're here. We both read the book, Green Lights, right. by Matthew McConaughey. And you read it before I did, and yeah. you really liked it, and you turned me onto the book. And, and I, I read it, and it was funny because you and I both had the same takeaway from the book. And for our listeners, if you guys haven't haven't read it or haven't listened to it, obviously Matthew McConaughey is an interesting dude. Yeah, and, and I highly encourage you to listen to it. Yeah. He, he reads it, and it's, it's, it's comedic. And it's also interesting. Go ahead. Well, and, and it's almost a bit like fantastical. Like how how did a human go to <laughs> the Amazon or whatever and spend like six weeks with with a with a bush tribe from the Amazon, like tripping on various drugs to learn more about himself? You know, yeah. It, it almost seems a little bit made up, but we had this awesome takeaway, and and it's this concept of that you know at the beginning of your life, you're there's there's these you have a barrel and it's full of values, right? Mm-hmm. And you, over the course of time, you take things out of this bucket, you know, through repetition, through experience, through relationships, through life, through death, through whatever. And at the end, there's a certain amount of things left in the bottom of this barrel. And that's who we are. Right. That's our makeup. Right. Yeah. And and it was such a cool, like not just listening point, but then conversation that you and I got to have centered around the fact that what's left in that bucket is who you are. You and I, but I remember when we first started talking about this, and you and I had the exact same takeaway. And we don't always have the same takeaway on on books or movies or whatever. But on this one, I think this was one thing we had that was the same exact takeaway. And, and it was just such an interesting concept and visual of how we become who we are. And, you know, it, it's weird. You talk to psychologists and, you know, we are from our environment and we're from this and nurture versus nature and all these different things. And those are all really, really true. But each one of us have the ability to decide for ourselves who we are. And, you know, I, I can think of, I can, the people that I grew up with that came from absolutely terrible environments that turned out to be amazing people. I can think about people that came from amazing environments that turned out to be really crappy people. And, you know, we, we always chalk that up to choices. And I think there's a lot to that, but, this analogy that McConaughey went through really helped me to visualize that better. And, and, you know, for me, you know, I can remember going through my life and thinking, you know, being around people and seeing someone react to someone else in a very negative way and being embarrassed for both of them. The person that was, let's say in this case, yelling at someone else, I was embarrassed for them that they were making a scene and embarrassed that they were, they're really showing some colors that were not good. Um, and then yet the person on the other side that was being degraded, you know, them cowing down. And I, I can remember seeing that going, man, I don't want to be that guy that, you know, yells at somebody in public and, you know, in front of everybody else that shows what a true ass they really are. But I also don't want to be that guy that just shrinks down and just takes it and cows down and slithers off, you know, and so when I, and it's funny, when you're a kid, you really start processing that stuff. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. And it's that quick. 
but yet subconsciously that goes in and sticks. And that's what McConaughey was talking about is you've got this big barrel. And I immediately that day remembered that out of that barrel I pulled, being a jerk in public, pull that out, right? And then being a coward and cowing down when someone's being to jerk, jerk you in public, I'm going to pull that out. Those are two things that I don't want to be. And, and, and it's weird, but you look back and since that day that I saw that for the first time, I can remember the situation. I've never really yelled at anybody in public over something they did. Um, and I've never cowed down when someone thought I did and just slithered away. That's not who I am. And I can remember the day I decided to do that. Well, and it's really cool. And here's the thing about it, though, too, is that it's easy to say that's not who you are. But then life takes control or life sets in and, mm. you know, you become cynical with age. You have a bad relationship. You, you know, lose your job. Again, any number of stressors in your life and you find those things that you didn't want to be, sometimes they're back in the barrel. Right. Right. And you have to be able to be honest and objective with yourself and fight hard to pull some of those things back out. Because, you know, if you think about, you know, this, this nature versus nurture stuff, right? Like my, the early part of my life was rough, you know, and like I was, it was an abusive household and there was drugs and there was alcohol and there was, you know, a lot of terrible things, you know, and so many of the people that I know that were in those you know, in that setting and, and had those kind of upbringings, they let it define who they are. Right. And again, it's easy to say, I'm not going to be a person that gets upset. I'm not going to be a person that yells, but then life sets in and those scenarios set in and those formative influences come creeping back in. And so you have to fight so hard and be relentless about the pursuit of being the person that you want to be. Because if you're not those cracks and those fissures in our, in our character and our upbringing will inevitably widen and you will end up finding yourself being somebody that you don't want to be. And, and I think, and I'll turn it back over here in a second, but I think we're, we all go through periods in our lives where we're like, this isn't who I want to be, right? Mm. When I was five, oh, yeah. when I was oh, 15, yeah. when I was 25, yeah. when I was 35, I didn't want to be this person, but somehow I'm this person, right? And too many people, I think, settle for that be like, oh, this is too hard. Like, mm. I'm going to be who I'm going to be. You know, the world can take it or the world can leave it. Right. That's the cheap way. That's the easy way out. It is. It is. And it's, you know, I did this because my dad did this. I did this mm -hmm. because my family did this. I did this because, and so that's just who I am. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's easy for me to sit here and say, but we've all been there. But that's the easy way out. And, you know, to, to set aside and go, you know what, that's not who I want to be. And to work really hard on keeping that out of your barrel um, is doable. And, I mean, and, yeah, I'll say this too, is is that, we're all going to go through those stumbling points where, where we're not who we want to be or where we want to be, you know, be realistic with yourself, but also have some grace and some patience with yourself too. Right. Like we're in this for the long haul, man. You know, like, like this isn't, this life is not a sprint. And so I think one of the worst things you can do is be too hard on yourself because then I think it becomes, a, it, it perpetuates itself where if you have the ability to recognize it and the, the ability to give yourself some grace and view it as a period of time and not who you are, mm -hmm. then I think that allows you to begin to start pulling those things out of the barrel and leaving them out of the barrel. It does. And and part of that is when you get to the age where you can look down the bottom of the barrel and see who it is that you, what's left. And that's what he talks about in the book that I thought was so good is you, you throw all these things out of things that you're not. And we, instead of trying early on in your age in, in your life to say, I want to, I want to be this is we don't really, we don't have the ability to do that really at a young age. 
but we do have the ability to decide what we don't want to be. Mm -hmm. And so when we finally get to the bottom of that barrel and we look down in there and we see what's left and that's who we are and that's who we want to be just as important of keeping those things out of the barrel that we don't want to be at some point in time, you have to focus on the things, the values and who you are and accept those if they're good qualities and say, this is who I am. And, you know, I go back to, to Bergeron and, you know, we, we talk about him a lot and his mindsets, but you know, I'm, I'm going to get up at five 30 every morning and I'm going to get out of bed and not hit the snooze because that's who I am. That's who I am. And, and, and I can't tell you how many times I've talked to team members at access and talked about those things. And, and you, when you make that decision and you think through of, I've got to do this, I've got to discipline myself to do this. That only lasts so long. But when you say, I'm going to do this because that's who I am. That's the values that I I'm about. It changes things. And you don't have a choice at that point in time because what you are, those characteristics that who you are define you and to grab a hold and embrace those is just as important as throwing off those things that you don't want to be is embracing the things that you want to be and throwing off the things you don't. I think they're equally important. What are your thoughts on that? Well, and that's the importance of discipline. Right. I think discipline is, is one of those character traits that both resides inside of the barrel and is the bands that hold the barrel together. Ooh, I like that. Right. I mean, you do this because you say that this is who you are, but the discipline to be intentional about it and the discipline to perpetuate those things that are positive holds it all together because it's so easy to be motivated during periods of life. Again, when things are good, mm -hmm. it's easy to be motivated. It's easy to be happy during the holidays or, or any other scenarios. But when life is tough, that's when motivation flutters away and discipline has, has to back it up. Right. Because discipline is what will get you through the tough times. Discipline is what will get you out of bed at five o'clock in the morning when you're stressed out, when you're tired, when you had a fight with your spouse, when you're sore, whatever. And so it's, it really, in that case, in that regard is what holds all of this together. Yeah. And, and to me, it's you know, going back even beyond discipline. It's, you know, I'm not doing this because I need to do it. I'm doing this because I, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny how just the semantics of those different words completely change your brain and the way you think about it. And when, when you say, I'm going to be this because I don't have a choice because this is who I am, um, to me, this is just me. It's a lot easier to do that than it is for me to wake up every day and go, I've got to do this because I don't want to lose. I don't want to versus I'm doing this because this is who I am. Well, and discipline, again, is one of those things that transcends age too, right? I think it's easier for you to look down and be more confident at the character traits that are inside of your barrel than it is for me, than it is for somebody who's 20, right? Sure. But it's, regardless of what of your age, you have the ability to employ discipline because discipline is what's going to drive you further towards those things that are in your barrel and galvanize the things that are in the barrel and make that who you, even more so of who you are. So, you know, again, it's one of those things that, whether you're 20 or whether you're 50, you can be disciplined about these things and be disciplined about putting yourselves in scenarios or roles or surrounding yourself with people that identify who you are inside of that barrel. You know, in, at the beginning of this podcast, we, we start off talking really about, you know, looking back. And I think we talked about looking back two years and, and, and thinking back of the things that took place in your life and, and, and learning from those things. And, and part of that is that discipline of doing the things you do every day is seeing when you, when you see those outcomes 
of that discipline, it's important to look back and realize the outcomes because that outcome is what gives you confidence to continue on. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, doing something every day and not looking at, am I better because of it? You know, it's, it's probably not going to hang around very long. Absolutely. And I think the other side of that too, Tim is seeking the outside feedback. You know, yeah. I remember, you know, I was at the, the, the front end. This was probably a year and a half ago. I was sitting in, you know, one of my best friends in the world is my older brother, Ryan. And it was on the, you know, basically the front end of, of Chris and I's separation. And, you know, we're going through some, some serious stuff. And my brother, I was seeking his counsel about it. And he said, you know what, Davin, what would the 80 year old Davin tell the 40 year old Davin? Yeah. And that was that strong. Was I remember you so, told me that. That's oh, strong. Man, like, you know, it, it, it gives me goosebumps now to think about it. It was so impactful to me and for me. And it's something that, that I think we can all employ. Like at the end of this, what would you tell your younger self? Yeah. Would you say have more patience? Would you say get your crap together? Yeah. Would you say have more discipline? Because you know, there's there's always beauty in hindsight, but you know, try to lean forward into that as well and be who you want to be at the end state in the middle of the process too. Yeah. I, I remember I had that conversation with Jamie about six months ago. And I was thinking through some things that I'd said and some things I'd done and just I wasn't reacting well to something. And um uh, I, I kind of caught myself and, you know, I asked her feedback. I'm like, am I being this? And she's like, yeah, you really kind of are I'm like, okay, you have my permission to stick your foot up my butt when I do that. Like I'm giving you permission to call me out and to tell me I'm an idiot. And then remind me of this day. You remember, remember that day when you were doing this and doing that and you told me to kick your butt, I'm kicking your butt now. And it's those things that we tend to humble ourselves and go, okay, wow, you're right. But um, you know, to me, that's given our, given ourselves the transparency, given other people the ability and the right to see through us and to tell us when those things are going on is just as important as us having the discipline to think internally and thinking about our thinking about who we should be and my being who I said I was. Well, and we're never too old or never too experienced to start to allow those things that we don't want to be to creep back into our barrel. Right. It's just, it's, it's how we're wired as people. And that's why, again, having the discipline and having those outside influences to check our premise, to be like, you know what, Davin, you said that you're not this, but honestly, you're, you're kind of being you're, that. You're kind of being that. Yeah. And then that should give you, again, if, if you're going to give yourself grace, give the others grace that are giving you that feedback and put your ego aside and soak that in and reflect on that. And if you do that, then you can reach inside and snatch that thing out before, it before it sets in there for too long. I agree. And I love that concept of giving yourself grace. Um, and, and I think the, you know, the first, the first thought is realizing where you are and what's going on and then giving yourself that grace to say, that's okay. I know Brene Brown's really good about mm -hmm. talking about that is, you know, we, she studies shame, which is a really interesting concept, but, you know, really thinking through it's okay that I did that because I'm realizing that I did it. If, if I go years of doing it and don't realize it, yeah, then I've been a jerk. And that almost defines me as being a jerk. But if I do something and then I stop and I realize it, or I have a good close friend held me accountable to it to give myself the grace and go, man, I was really stupid the way I acted. And I really acted, I reacted the wrong way. And then to stop and think, how should I do that next time? You know, I know that we were having, uh, I'll call them discussions this weekend about something I'd said wrong, not the right way. And I'm asking the, well, tell me what I should say. Tell me exactly what I, you know, 
how should I word this next, next time when this takes place? And I was being really honest, and but my tone wasn't really good. And I get that. And I was called out quite nicely for it. <laughs> and uh, so I was given a little bit of grace, and I had to have some grace with myself to really think through, you know, it's not just about saying the right things or not saying the wrong things, but it's about what's behind it. And, <clears throat> and having the grace to say, you know what, my heart wasn't right. And I need to think through that. And that's not who I want to be. That's not who I am. Absolutely. And I think, and maybe this, we can dive into this more in another podcast, but it's the difference between blame and accountability. Oh yeah. Or blame and self responsibility, right? We, we have the ability to take accountability and ownership of our actions and even how, what others say make us feel is our choice that that's our responsibility to be, to be accountable to our emotions and how we perceive other things versus finding blame, finding guilt, finding fault. Right. So huge conversation maybe for another day, but but, but I I think in order to really be able to dive in and understand who you are, it's all wrapped around the shroud of, of responsibility and accountability to yourself. So you're better at summarizing these things than I am. So how would you wrap this up? That, life is hard, right? And, <laughs> and, you know, we, we start with this barrel and there's all these formative influences that, that help compose who we are as humans. And then there's the, the desired instinct about who and where we want to be in life. And you start taking these things out. You start removing these potentially negative character traits to get to your desired end state. But understanding all that life is hard. It is. And, bad situation set in, or, you know, we go through these tough times that then sometimes we start putting things back in our barrel and give yourself the grace, give yourself the patience, trust others enough to tell you that you're not being who it is that you want to be. And ultimately, if you do that, and if you employ that and you use discipline to drive yourself that direction at the end, when something happens and you, and you respond, you have the ability and the courage and the confidence to say that I did that, Tim, because that's who, who I, I am. am. Yeah, exactly. And it's and that's at the end of the day, our confidence comes from understanding who we are, mm-hmm. both our our strengths and our weaknesses, but acknowledging what what our values are and who we are, and having that grace when we don't. But uh, I, I can promise you guys that are listening that the confidence comes in understanding yourself. Absolutely. And there's nobody that can help you do that more than you. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. For our listeners, you know, we're just a couple of bumbling fools trying to figure this all out. You know, we are far from the subject matter expert other than, you know, I might be the expert of doing dumb things. Um, but we would love to hear your guys' take on this as well. Yeah. You know, and, and how you guys have, have ultimately, you know, gone down this path of figuring out who you are and, you know, driving towards the desired end state of, of your life. So share with us, what, what is it, Sophie? Is it hello at Bobblehead yeah. Media? Hello at Bobblehead, bobbleheadpodcast.com. Okay, hello at bobbleheadpodcast.com. We'd love to hear your stories. We'd love to hear your guys' take on this because again, you guys help us like we help you and we all kind of get better at this thing together. Awesome. And uh, yeah, follow us. Yeah, just follow us. Just reach out reach out and follow us. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting signs from someone that says that we're saying it wrong. So we'll, we'll edit that no, out. No, she's saying follow us at Bobblehead Podcast on Instagram. Okay. I think that's what she's telling us. Wow. We need one of those little signs that we can, can ride up there, and <laughs> she could bop us on the forehead with it. Hey, and if you don't, if, if you didn't already know we're idiots, I think this should be a really good reason for you not believe us. 
Yeah, and, and if you need to know how big of videos we are, reach out to what is it, Sophie at Bobblehead. <laughs> Hello at Bobblehead. <laughs> she'll, she'll share stories. She'll, she'll give you some feedback too. Man, you know, Tim, I, I love this. It was a little bit unorthodox for us, but um, super cool topic to dive into, especially at the beginning of the year when we're uh, trying to pave the way for success. It is, and you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to 22, and I'm, I'm mainly looking forward to 22, not because of what's going to happen. But um, looking forward to 22 because the people that I'm going to be able to do it with. Heck yeah. So I feel I feel blessed that uh, you're here by my side and the rest of the team is here and we're going to do some fun stuff together and it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a continuation of what we did in 21. Yeah, for sure. Let's go. All right, let's do it. Yep. Thanks, everyone.